Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Not begin the way my new year should have begun. Because I spent the first week of 2022 with COVID. Hiding from my kids in my office, 
downing fluids, taking naps and letting a virus work its way through me and out of me. This is not the plan. So hello, my name is Brad Caldwell. I am the CEO of Spark Business Strategies in Wilmington, North Carolina. I am a branding strategist and a business consultant for companies across the country and in a couple other countries. But today in my first segment on Saturday mornings with Breakfast with Champions, I am mindful of false starts and misfires. False starts and misfires. On that Saturday morning sales call, false starts and misfires. See, but I'm compelled by the title of our room today. If you're on Clubhouse, you see that it's peak performance strategies, iron sharpens iron. Man, that's convicting. How am I gonna sharpen the room today? See, now, of course, I wanna be a dynamic morning host with lots of energy and pizzazz and drive. And I wanna have endless positivity for your Saturday morning. Or if you catch this as a recording, I want to bolster you wherever you are, however it is that you may be there. But this segment will be the most I've spoken at one time as a leader or speaker or consultant or a dad, or really even as a husband so far in 2022. And I am mindful today of false starts and misfires. Now, I'm not normally a dramatic person I'm, or someone who's trying to grab your attention with, this, with shock or something salacious, but I have two very provocative, two very provocative thoughts this morning. I wanna be upbeat and positive but I want to speak to where I'm at right now in this new year. And of course, I hope to speak to where you might be this year. So let's begin. First, this morning, as you've chosen to listen in and engage and be a part of this sales call that we do with Breakfast with Champions on Saturdays, I'm mindful that of all the people speaking today who at least get to call themselves a host, I may be the least knowledgeable on sales that you hear all day today least knowledgeable. I'm certainly, and I know who's coming. You got Majeski and Finstock coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely the least knowledgeable of what's to come. And I'm mindful that, that there, there may be a fair number of people here who, who know so much about sales but I do feel like in this moment and in this place in my professional life, I know a fair amount about people and business and setbacks and mistakes. And that's why I'm mindful today of false starts and misfires. If you'll permit me, and if you've ever heard me before, I don't normally do this, but we're gonna dive personal for a moment, really personal. Like there's some of you who've known me for a year. We're gonna learn some things today that you did not know. See, I was born with a birth defect. Did you know that from 1979 to 1998, literally one in one million children across the globe were born with the brain defect 
that I was born with. Most people were born with this condition are also born with multiple other conditions that make a life of normalcy almost completely impossible. Everything from poor skull structure to auditory disability to mental incapacitation, cancerous tumors throughout their brain or arterial malformations when the arteries around the brain get twisted and knotted and then rupture, and there's more. Children who survive are often noticeably disabled. They have very large skulls. They suffer from seizures, excessive sleepiness, and something called sunsetting where their eyes are forced downward. And for those of you who I haven't met personally, I'll tell you I have none of those. I played high school baseball. I made the All-State Choir. I've been able to sing and dance in musicals. I have outlived most of my similarly defected peers from that time period. And at 41 years old, I'm the happily married father of three beautiful boys. I coach Little League. I cook family dinners. I wrestle on the floor. I own two businesses. I drive my dream car, dream truck, whatever. I drive a 1979 Ford Bronco, and it makes me giggle when I get in it. I don't know. I have survived COVID so far, God, God willing. And I tell you all of that, I give you far too much information about myself because it feels like from time to time, I shouldn't be here. Some would say I'm blessed. And while I think we throw that word around too much, I would agree. Some might call it luck and I can see that argument. And now after three significant brain surgeries, a major GI surgery, a few other related surgeries, and countless other brushes with death, like normal things, like car accidents and things of that ilk, I feel like at this moment, I can almost say that I have somewhat cheated death. Out of the infinitesimal likelihood of just existing, just that you and I exist, I was given a one in one million defect that kills or disables nearly everyone it touches. I've literally never met anybody who has the defect that I have and got to live the life that I get to live. I'm a host on Breakfast with Champions. You might be hearing me on, on Spotify. My 12 year old thinks I'm cool because his t- best buddy made a channel of just me talking. And that's just regular crazy to me. But if you do all the math, to exist and then to be born with what I was born with, but not get what everyone else got. And then to make it through the normal challenges of life and then the unique ones to my own life. That there's a seventh grader somewhere who thought Parker's dad should be a Spotify channel. Man, the math gets staggering. My kids are gonna wake up soon and all day today, I'm gonna be their dad. I've got lunches to make and a nap schedule for our youngest, he's two. A little league basketball game in a few hours for the middle child, he's seven. Soccer drills for my oldest, who's gonna be 13 this, uh, well, in two days, because he's in the middle of middle school tryouts. 
And whether I'm blessed or favored, a freak, a miracle, or an anomaly, man, I'm here. And this is what I've learned about life. Whether you're born with a silver spoon and striking good looks, or a birth defect that literally scars you forever, me and you, friend, we choose to cheat. Hear that? Provocative statement number one. We choose to cheat. All of us. Every last one of us. Maybe I was a cosmic misfire and I shouldn't be this lucky. Maybe I'm divinely inspired and those near misses have handprints on them that are much bigger than my own. But whatever got me here, oh, I'm a cheater. Yeah, I think I kind of have cheated death. The numbers are staggering. But I also think I'm cheating my sleep to share my story this morning. I will choose in a little while to either cheat napping or active parenting. And based on the comfort level of my couch and that I'm thinking about my couch and the 7,000th rerun of Paw Patrol, I think I'm going to cheat parenting and choose napping. I have chosen to cheat with food over fitness like every day since 2005. I have chosen faith and then cheated on it for faithlessness or something I convinced myself was more certain. I have cheated my whole work week to monitor a virus that's in my own system. Now you might give me permission on some of those. Say it's an overstatement. But I believe that every time I choose something, I'm saying no to a lot of other things. In fact, maybe I'm saying no to all of the other things. I don't work on Saturdays. It's kind of a hard rule in our house. So when Sarah, my friend Sarah McCord, gave me this opportunity, oh, I had to take it up the chain of command. And I am not talking about Breakfast of Champions. Talking about Grace. You're talking about my wife. <laughs> talking about the general of Camp Caldwell. She took my name. We took her rules. And she granted permission to change the priority. Because she knows that now at 7 o'clock in the morning on Saturdays on the East Coast here in Wilmington, North Carolina, I'm going to cheat sleep or cheat family and choose you. This revelation has been landing on me almost daily since May of 2007. That's when Grace and I got married. And for the rest of that year, through job loss, I had one. Moving, we did it twice. Some great travel. Horrible newlywed recipe fails. Tremendous laughter, short-lived fights, new jobs, couple friends that became best friends who are still today best friends, buying a house and all of that. I learned that I spent the first 26 years of my life almost never cheating me. I always thought of me first. I did what I wanted, avoided what I wanted to avoid. Sometimes I had great reasons. Sometimes I had awful reasons. And a whole bunch of times I had no reason at all just from pure muscle memory 
and a little bit of motivation for myself, I chose me. And when I got married to someone I really loved a lot, I came face to face with the horrible notion that I almost always did what was best for me. Now, I think I've improved, I hope. I'm still married. I can almost guarantee that I will never ask my wife to evaluate it, dear Lord. But here, almost 15 years later, I'm still choosing to cheat. And here are three things I know I need to be the best cheater that I can be. Doesn't that word make your skin crawl a little bit? It's probably why I wrote it down so much in my notes. Here are the three things I need to be a great cheater. The first thing I need is self-awareness. We say, to thine own self be true, so freaking often, but rarely are we looking inward when we say it. But the awareness of my shortcomings, my selfishness, my passions, my goals, my dreams, my reactions, my responses, my reasoning, changes how I cheat. If you would accept with me that we're all cheating something all the time and that self-awareness allows us the opportunity to mitigate how often we cheat the wrong things and self-awareness becomes real attractive. But if self-awareness won't get you, maybe this next one would articulated priorities. Having out loud priorities challenges who or what I cheat. Grace and the boys, Parker, Elliot, Benjamin, that's my sons. They are way up there, way up in the priority list. Like they're at the top of the list before I know how many things are on the list. My faith is way up there. Seems like a super long time ago in my life. But all the way up until 2010, I was a pastor. I don't do that job anymore. But I still believe in that man like I did. I was a Christian pastor. and So my faith stays up at the priority list. And after those things, but way before most everything else, is my professional passions, my relationships, my personal passions. And priorities rotate and resonate better in certain seasons. I could give you 10 reasons why it, and really quickly, like easy ones, not like deep thought out ones, why it makes more sense to cheat my sons at seven o'clock on a Saturday then it makes sense to cheat all of you. And so I take my self-awareness and my articulated priorities, and then I carry with me the third, but not least most important thing to become the best cheater that I can be. And forgive me, this may be a record, seven o'clock in the morning, I'm gonna swear, ass kickers. If you don't have ass kicking, course correcting, we'll call you out, we'll stop you, we'll cheer you, we'll cherish you, we'll forgive you, we'll fight you and fight for you people in your life. I am truly sorry. I don't use bumpers when I go bowling. But man, when my kids pull the bumpers up, I do throw harder with more confidence, with a greater certainty 
then I'm at least going to hit something when the guards are up. I could still miss, but it's a whole lot harder. I could still lose, but you're going to have to score higher. Those guards, they changed the game. So, yes, I cheat. And maybe we should get a little more comfortable with that word. Because if everybody recognizes that everybody's cheating something, then you listening to me today challenges me all that much more. Because I know you're cheating some things of significance just to listen to me. You who got up early to do some chores, who stopped to take a note. You're cheating your whole day. Because you thought I said something clever. Man, the responsibility of speaking changes when I recognize you choose to cheat something to hear me talk. And when I call my friend and they answer the phone, they are cheating their train of thought or the conversation they were in just then or their focus on the road or a million other things just to take my call. The power of recognizing that we're all choosing to cheat. And yeah, my my friend Molly Dare is on the screen right beside me. Choosing to cheat on a, on a Saturday morning. And if she's not where I know she lives, then she's in a different time zone entirely. So she's choosing to cheat either at the time of day I'm at or earlier. And she's listening to me. Man, the impact our decisions weigh on us when we decide we're all cheating something. But what if our decisions aren't aligning? What if we're miserable? What's the misfire coming from? We cheat because we choose. But the fork in the road that you find yourself at, and this is a hard one, guys, provocative statement number two. The fork in the road's already passed. You're not standing at the fork in the road. The fork in the road comes earlier than you think. You made dozens of decisions before you got to the current this or that moment in your life. Dozens, hundreds. Momentary choices, split second decisions. Those were forks in the road. So when you get to one that's particularly difficult Stop focusing on the fork in the road. They're inevitable. Sometimes we land at a five-way stop. You ever done that? Where the only direction that looks bad is the one you just came from. Nobody wants to walk backwards, but there's four paths ahead. That's not a fork in the road. That's a rake. And life gets real complicated when you got to choose four, five, six good things. But long before the fork in the road comes the path we're on. 
a long walk in the same direction. We're moving forward and comfortably struggling with doubt because this all looks just like yesterday. Or we're struggling with impatience because this all looks just like yesterday. Or insecurity because we feel like we're walking alone. We hear ominous music play as the sun starts to set and the path looks the same. So now we think we're lost and it's because we don't recognize how we got to the path or where we're headed. But what if I told you there was a cheat code for life? Not a hack. I don't know any life hacks. Not some free level up. There are no levels to this game, friend. Mm -mm, I don't believe in that. It's a very Western concept that there are different levels to this game. You and I are on the exact same level. You are not above me and you for damn sure are not beneath me. But there's a cheat code that allows us to see the program we're in a little differently. We can see where we're going and forecast a bit more clearly up the path we're headed on by understanding where- Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Where we've where we've been. But I don't mean scrapbooks and timelines and Facebook memories and Instagram flashbacks and your top nine of 2021. I don't mean any of those things. I don't mean anything that would make a great piece of content. The cheat code is choosing to cheat. And I already gave you the code. But now I want to motivate you. I want you to get excited. If I can recognize my own cheat coding that got me to this point, then I can map backwards and forwards my own awareness. I can look back and see what my priorities really were, not the ones I said out loud. Of course, he said he loves his wife and he loves his kids. Oh, he loves his Jesus. He's a big guy of faith. He's got a couple degrees in it. But the minute I can strap on some self-awareness, look back at where I have actually chosen to cheat, I'll know whether my priorities really were what my priorities were. And then if I look back and assess a priority was way out of alignment, way out of balance. And the people who were celebrating it were wrong. Oh friend, you didn't have, you didn't have ass kickers. You had enablers. See the, the minute I, I reckon with choosing to cheat, I can see where I chose me versus selflessness. I can see where I chose a win over a good. 
I can see that I may be losing today, feel like I'm standing in a position of loss because I stay prioritizing sacrifice. And it makes losing seem a whole lot easier if I recognize it's because I keep sacrificing. And whether I love where I'm standing or I hate it, it's important to see how I got here. And I know what you're thinking. If you're somewhere where you hate where you're standing, you're doing one of two things. You're blaming you for it or you're blaming someone else. What if it's not blame? What if it's an opportunity for course correction? What if it's time to just cheat something different? Recognize how you got to the decisions, assess and change them. Realign your priorities with your goals and make sure that the people around you are the ass kickers and not the enablers. And you don't need 50. If you got one, you're winning. And if you know how you got here, friends, now you know better where you're headed. Now you know what your actual priorities have been, which will help dictate what your future priorities are. You can be honest about your real priorities and you can own them. You can learn a lot about your people. So if you're on this call and you're waiting to hear Barbara Majeski crush how to believe in and sell yourself, well, well, she's going to crush that. In the year that I've known of her, I've watched her grow in and not grow in not only how she walks, but how she reviews where she's come from. She knows the cheating code. An hour later, when Benstock, Brian Benstock, pops in to talk tactically and passionately about real sales strategies, which sounds like, well, Brad, what's that got to do with knowing the cheating code? everything because he does it from a space of awareness priorities and accountability he's not the number one honda Acura, i don't i don't know cars but he's not the number one at what he does because he's tenacious or brilliant or a master of sales because someone here hearing this you're tenacious you, you might you might also be brilliant you might listen to every sales call and learn nothing new. I would be shocked. Let's be honest. But Brian knows the cheating code. He reads him first. He holds his priorities in alignment with his awareness and accountability partners. And from those places, his gifts, that tenacity and brilliance are bolstered. And that, my friends, this is why I'm mindful today of false starts and misfires. Because you might be brilliant or tenacious or passionate or focused or the next person I'm going to brag about knowing. But you're just out there regular walking. And there's this cheating code you aren't using. 
No, I'm, I'm tired, friends. I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean it quite literally. There's a lot of talking. It's early for a man who hasn't talked very much in 2022. I might be hurting later today. I'm probably going to be hurting later today. If you haven't had this, the fatigue is crazy. It's weird. I can't control it. But man, you are worth the fatigue. And it's early. But you are worth the coffee IV drip. Because while I'm doing all this talking, I can't drink coffee. It's, it's very counterintuitive. And I was born cheating death. So I want you to cheat life with me. So today, with 20 some odd minutes remaining, how are you? You're evaluating week one of 2022. You're evaluating six months of your life. You're evaluating your clubhouse party hat, your clubhouse anniversary balloon, and then everything in between. I said some crazy things this morning. But there's got to be a reason we're here. Feel free to open your mics and either tell your cheating story or ask one of the brilliant people here how we can help you choose to cheat today. Fire away, my friends. Hey, Brad, it's Sarah. Good morning. How's that feel uh, in comparison to the to the 12 minutes you were getting on Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, uh, it's a wind sprint on Wednesday. Like, it's a, it's a rush, but this is fun. And there's a ton of names I've never seen before. Um, I don't know if it's the early risers or the the weekend warriors or a combination of the two, but I like it. I like it, friend. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for pouring into us this morning. First of all, I have to say, I know I'm a true friend because you started that by saying almost none of y'all know this story. And I knew that story, um, but I thought it was a super powerful um, share this morning. And to me, it's also just a reminder of resilience in every single aspect. Um, what am I cheating right now? The clock, <laughs> your girl needs some more sleep. I need to figure out how to do that. Um, but I, I really enjoyed this segment because I think also to your point, every time that you're saying like, I'm cheating, I'm cheating, I'm cheating, you're right. I was wincing because um, you know how I hone in on um, kind of the power and the sentiment behind words. But when you talk about cheating death, when you talk about, um, you know, conscientiously cheating one thing to elevate another priority, for example, how I'm cheating on sleep with work. Um, it's just a very cool framing and a, and a really beautiful start uh, or continuation to Saturday morning. Uh, thank you, Fran. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I don't intend for it to be edgy. That's not that's not my nature. But I, I know when we say you're cheating on something, it's never good. Never good. Like any noun you put it in, I'm cheating on. It's not good. 
it's, it's bad. It's real bad. And so I think, um, I, I, th- I think recognizing that there's, a, there's, there's a flip side and sometimes we need to choose it. Uh, no, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's important. I do think it's a good distinction. I hope you get some rest, buddy. Who else? Feel free to jump in guys. All right, hey guys, jump in. It's Dora Maria here. Um, I'm also one of those people that has cheated life, uh, not just once or twice, like a few times. And so I, I try not to take each day for granted. I try to be very purposeful um, with my days. And when you put it in the sense of cheating, wow, like, oof. I'm like, I was looking at it as, oh, I am living a balanced life, doing more of this now to do a little bit less of that. And then later I could do more of that. And and so I was looking at it more from a balanced perspective and not so much um, from that angle. And and that was a little eye-opening because it's true. It's, um, I, I have sacrificed a lot of like just family time, especially, you know, being on, I go to sleep earlier. So like, I don't, my phone calls late at night have gone drastically down, things like that. So it's a good thing to put in perspective early in the year. So you don't, you don't cheat those people um, that you love in your life and in your circle um, to the point where you disappoint them. Um, I definitely want to make sure I have that in check so that I'm living in congruency with uh, not taking these days for granted. So I'll land my plane with that, but thank you for that perspective. It's a, it's good to have that check early in the year (laughs) and not at the end. Yes, ma'am. And I actually, I think one of the things that has kind of changed for me, I've always been kind of averse to the concept of balance. Um, I don't understand why we say it all the time as if we, we've been merited by something divine that everything's even on both sides, forwards and backwards. Like, I don't think that's true. I, I don't think that's a part of our design. Um, I think things are always compelling us toward a thing. Um, it's just a different thing for all of us. But I think one of the things that I've ed- learned to admire about balance, and I think of a tightrope walker, is there is no balance for that man or woman up on that cord, hundreds of feet up, if there are not three things, a starting point, a goal, and a whole lot of tension between those two points. Because if that line is loose, they fall. If that line is not secure from where they were standing to where they want to go, they fall. You need a start, you need a goal, and you need a mountain of tension in between the two. Um, So in that way, yes, balance. In the sense of juggling plates, no, I don't. I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. What else we got this morning, guys? Hey, Brad, this is Renee. And what an amazing segment. And, you know, it was a shocker. It really was. And it was an awakening, your presentation. But you know what? It was something that we all needed to hear. Because that metaphor hit straight home for most of us, or it should have. Because now, not only have we put ourselves in perspective, it allows us to really lean in in regarding to how is it that we're really going to carry out this entire year who is it that we're going to make sure that we're holding our ourselves accountable for and then what are the specific and the intentional 
that's the key right there, the intentional um, steps that we're going to take to keep on showing up for our team. You know, it was so cute when you said, you didn't know about Saturday mornings. It was very funny. But you know what? You still showed up for the team. And that's why we keep ensuring that we're sharpening our iron. We keep making sure that we are here holding ourselves accountable for each other's activities, as well as being a better version of ourselves each and every day. Thank you so very much for sharing this information. But really, I like the way you presented it because, like I said, that awakening is what we need in order for us to really sharpen our tools every day. Thank you, Brad. Mm, thank you. Thank you, Renee. I think intentionality is a really, really good word. Um, also, also a word I think we misuse sometimes, but I think it's a, it's a tremendous concept because you rarely cheat by accident. You cheat with intention. And you rarely achieve by accident. You achieve with intention. And I think uh, for a lot of us, we, we fail by accident. Nobody plans to fail. Um, but when we, when we do fail, I think sometimes we, we, we bottle up and we shut the door down instead of saying, had I been more intentional, um, had I really leaned into uh, the design of that opportunity, uh, yeah, I think intentionality. That's really, really good. It's good for me. And added, I added my, I added your thoughts to my notes. So thank you for making them better. Uh, what I've else we got, got guys? Say we got something. a few. Brad. Hello. I I heard two. Go ahead, sir. Hello. I just wanted to say something. I've learned something recently. That in love, in relationships, in um, connections with people, there is no peace with, there is no peace when you have uh, uh, conditions. There is no peace with conditions because love is unconditional. And if you want to have peace and you want to have satisfaction, you have to have unconditional commitment and love and passion about what you are doing. I relinquish the floor. Skip, yeah, no, I think that's really, really good. Really good. Did I hear another voice? I think I, think I heard a woman. Yes, Brad, good morning. It's Linnell Burns. Hi, uh, Linnell. Hi, Brad, how are you? I'm well, <laughs> sis. What do you, what's on your mind? Um, I would love to just thank you for this segment because the way that you're you're wording this has completely changed the way I'm thinking. It, when you use the word cheating, I was thinking of all the things I've been cheating and I'm cheating them in a good way. So what am I cheating? I'm cheating the even keel of my life, the safety, being behind the scenes in the shadows, being not having my voice heard. By telling my own story, I am cheating the generations of people who would never know what I was about, what, what made me who I am. I'm cheating, the, um, I'm cheating the small thinking. I'm cheating all of the things that I used to do, and I have surrounded myself with people who can expand my vision, help me expand my vision so that when my children get older, 
they don't have to cheat themselves. And so, Brad, thank you so much for this uh, for this segment this morning. This is Linnell Burns. So I'll go ahead and let myself out. I think that's really good, and I want to I want to affirm you this morning because you said I'm cheating a, a small minded way of thinking, and then you immediately followed it up with because I recognize this is what it has done. I recognize this is what the opposite can do. So that's awareness. You expressed it. So that's the priority you out loud said, and then you immediately talked about the people who are going to come around you to help promote this enhanced way of thinking this, this large mindedness, if you will, this open minded way of thinking this increased uh, uh, way of viewing you and your story. And so you walked right through all three. I mean, right through them. You, you said it. The difference between me and you is that you know how to say it in 15 seconds. And I said it just under 30 minutes. But I, and you nailed it. You nailed it. Really well done. Who else have we got this morning? Hey, I'm, good morning. Okay. Good morning. Um, how are you? Happy Saturday. I am so sorry that you have um, the vid. I've had it twice, and so mm. I do recognize the immense um, fatigue. I will say that I think I might be the only one that is challenged with two aspects of what you talked about today. And I think, actually, I'm so glad that Linnell went before me because it offers me an increased perspective of this word cheating and this notion because... I'm challenged with the notion that I'm cheating on anything in my life. Um, I do believe that there's choices. I believe that there's a destination that is predetermined for us and we will get there. And there's choices in this life. We choose left, we choose right. We choose to be here on a Saturday morning. And I think the thing that I will journal on today and what you have given me is an opportunity to really challenge my thinking today. And I will do that intently because I'm thinking, huh, why am I struggling so much with this notion that you've put out to us? One, I think it'll be an excellent TED Talk, so you should really consider that. The other thing, and, and why I say that is because when I think of cheating, and I've tried to move it around in this box that I think I have it in. But when I think of making a choice to be here on a Saturday, I don't see myself as cheating on anything else. I see it as I have all of these choices that I have in life. And when I choose to go this way, it doesn't mean that I have diminished anything else. And you might say that cheating doesn't mean diminishing, but when I think that I'm cheating on something, it's that I hold this thing in such high regard that now I've chosen to turn my back and be um, a little dishonest so that now I can go do this because now I've made that a bigger priority. And in my mind, I I hear what you are saying. I do. And I want to understand the concept. So that's why I will journal on that today to really challenge myself. And I want to thank Linnell because I think that the way Linnell has positioned, it has given me increased um, I think perspective for me to dig in a little bit because I love the shift in thinking and it has really challenged me to be like, huh, the other piece that I heard today that I am going to journal on and really think through today really seriously, you've kind of shifted my Saturday. Thank you, Brad, um, is this notion of there's no levels. And 
I heard how convicted you were in that. And I believe the Lolita belief is that there are levels and it's not that there's levels and you're lesser because you're sitting in the audience or you're lesser because we're not on the same playing field. When I think of up-leveling, I think of up-leveling the person to whom I am. I think that I am put on this earth to be the absolute greatest that I absolutely can be. And though I am greatness in where I stand right now, I believe that there's levels to this thing. And I challenge myself to up-level my mind daily, to up-level my thinking daily. And this right here is an example of how I will sit and I will pause and I will feel that power and I will challenge myself to really dig deeper, to understand a concept, to look at it differently, which will help me to walk in life differently. So I think that those two are challenges for me. And I'm happy to be open in saying that. And I'm so excited that people took so much from it and agree with it. And I, I, I am challenged with both of those because I'm not yet in agreement, but I do know that the notion, I believe I want to move in that direction, but I do have some work to do in really believing that because at present, the concept for me is is very foreign and I'm not able to unlock that door yet. But uh, thank you for giving me something to really journal on and think through today. This is Lolita with the Uh Well, Dr. Lolita, um, I've been listening to you for six, seven months now, uh, ever since I got introduced to Breakfast with Champions. And I um, will say this to you because I know it is already true of you. Um, first, I would say that in our culture, what we have done with communication and words and definitions is we have become or people when we need to be and people. So there is, this is what cheating means, or this is what cheating means. Not this is what cheating means, and this is what cheating means. So the juxtaposition that you feel, I actually think is what we're supposed to feel all the time, because you need to be, not you specifically, and actually I think you're probably going to be really, really good at this, but... Um, you generally need to be able to know the difference between cheating death and cheating at cards. Those are two completely different definitions. I'm not dead and no one's going to be like, well, that's just unfair that Brad didn't die. He just crafted that one. No, he did not. I, this is, I got lucky friend. But if I'm ticketed for going a hundred and a 35, I was cheating the speed limit posted clearly in front of me. I got caught. That's consequence. No one's going to be upset for me. So yes, there is, there is a dishonesty and an unfair practice that is cheating. But I also think that there is a maneuvering and an avoidance sometimes by luck and sometimes by skill that is also cheating. So now I think, and the levels, I love the way you articulate that. I think it's kind of Gnostic if you know anthropology and philosophy. Um, it's a very Gnostic concept that, that we ascend as we work within our own levels. I also think that, um, man, we have done a lot of damage. Allow a white man in America to say we've done a lot of damage with how we 
promote and procure the idea of levels. Get out of this. Because yes. it's a lie the devil popped his head out of hell and told that I am better because of concepts of existence that I have no control over. So, so in that way, I, I don't believe in levels, but in the way you represent levels, I do believe in levels. So if there's a third great truth that you, we can chew on together, Lolita, it's be and not or. And I, I actually think you already are, but, but that's, that's what I heard. That's what I heard from you. We've got a couple minutes left. I do not want to get into barbs. Can I, can I, add? I like this shirt. Oh. I, I would like to add to um, Brad's notion of cheating. Cause I listened intently and I like it, but I, I like to use the word sacrifice because in sacrifice, we like Lolita, as she pursued her doctor's degree, she didn't cheat anybody. She sacrificed the time, the energy, the space to accomplish a goal. And with sacrifice comes reward. When we sacrifice some time to build our business, to gra grab our strategies, to it, it takes sacrifice. This time that I probably could be spending with my kids, but I'm sacrificing right now some time, some energy, some space, some finances to build a future so that later down the road, that cheating that I took, that time away, that sacrifice will bring a greater reward of uncomfortability or a trip to Disney World or, you know, the finances needed to build the new house. The sacrifice we make to be here, the sacrifice to get up, to support our friends. When they know call me, she said, I'm opening at six o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Girl, that's my sleeping time. But the sacrifice to be here for a friend to get knowledge because now I'm enlightened because the reward is in that sacrifice of getting up at six o'clock in the morning to be there for the friend was that, Hey, there's nothing wrong with cheating a little bit of time or, or taking a little bit of time to learn something new to, to expound some energy towards that. I can now take and implement in my life and see some results that sacrifice now um has a reward to it so if that makes it a little bit easier we can play on words because it means the same thing i'm cheating a little bit of time i'm stealing a little bit of time over here in a conversation where stealing and cheating is wrong because that's what we're taught right we're but if we put a word like sacrifice on it i'm sacrificing it's almost like what christ did for us he sacrificed his life so that we could be free right it's a sacrifice, and in it we gain the reward. That's all I had to say. I'm Malika Star. Thank you for allowing me to share. No, I think that. Thank you, Malika. Um, I think that's a that's a great concept, and a profound thought. I think sometimes um, what we lack in all of it is enough awareness to know what it is that we're doing. Like if if I can name the areas that I am sacrificing then those aren't the areas I'm talking about. And if I can name the area, like Parker, my oldest, 
I can talk to Parker about most everything. We are very similar. And he knows that I'm on this call, why I'm on this call, and that as soon as I'm done with this call, I'll be downstairs and with my kids. And he'll be off duty because my wife's a night shift nurse. And so I actually heard her come into the garage while I was talking and she's already in bed, uh, sleeping off night shift number two in a row of three. So he's on and he knows why, but Elliot doesn't. He's seven and Benjamin for sure doesn't. So it's the awareness of the things that I am cheating or sacrificing or stealing time from. The phrase itself isn't nearly as important as the recognition that the thing is happening and and how we respond to it and in it and through it, um, I think is is what's what's so paramount. But I think it's a great share, great share. I, we've got time for maybe one more, guys. Um, really morning. appreciate the responses. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning. It's Michelle. Great morning, everyone. First of all, I want to thank you, Brad. I'm I too brought in the new year with COVID, so I can I really appreciate what you're doing right now because I was totally exhausted. I get it. So the you had so many great points. I'm so grateful for you being here this morning. One, I it, it's so appropriate to reflect and evaluate on what you're talking about in January 2022, because when we think about uh, ensuring that what we cheat or how we do it, that we're really intentional, that it's we're aware and it's worth it. Will the outcome be worth it? And the second point that you brought out is about uh, enablers versus people uh, holding you accountable as you make those sacrifices or cheating or whatever word you choose to put on it to grasp the understanding of what you're speaking about this morning. But I just thought it was so powerful and I appreciate that it's important to filter out in January 22 as opposed to opposed to mid-year in July uh, when we're down the road. So I thank you uh, for bringing this to the table this morning and I am complete. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I don't know. I think what's great about filters is that they filter things out. What's often bad about filters is that we usually don't pour anything into them and get frustrated when we don't uh, learn anything new. So keep filtering, keep filtering, keep feeding that system. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.